<laughs> Isn't it becoming of him? Hey, look, the recording lights on. Let's talk about yeah. him not having food. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome. Oh. Welcome to Moe's. Welcome to <laughs> That's our I, special guest star. Like oh, <laughs> there's Johnny. Johnny's oh, there's yellow. Jo- Johnny is not our special guest star, but hi, Johnny. Wow. Welcome to the show. <laughs> 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 we have david lyle yay we, we finally have Dave. yeah yeah what's going on guys what's thanks up? for having me oh we're excited yeah. to have you Probably yes. the best shooter we'll ever have on the show yes <laughs> oh yeah wow wow johnny <laughs> yes he is right in the ears straight to the heart <laughs> right just say it right in the feels wow our best non-revolver shooter there okay. you go all right i'll take that i'll take that win <laughs> really fun. get one hi steph hi nancy how are you? I feel like I have my blue blockers on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nancy, Nancy has her Hunter's HD gold filter on her uh, on her camera here. I don't know why I'm yellow. I'm just Dave. Yellow. Dave is slowly sinking. David's gone, <laughs> and he's gone. Like he's got a I'm stolen yellow. banner from. I'm trying to fix the banner. <laughs> I needed a cool background. So tell us, yeah, what is that background that you got? That's oh, it's cool. well, they had them up. They had this one and the race gun nationals banner at uh, the national championship in Florida. And we stayed until the last day and, you know, had a little after party deal with the awards and all that. And I snaked a banner to take home. <laughs> like We're it. telling on you on the air. I know. Yeah, none, none of us right. had, a, had a reason to stay for the um, awards, did we? Yeah, yeah, we never hang around for the awards. So Dave will have to tell us what that's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll just mail me the revolver ones. <laughs> yeah. You always win them, though, don't you? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. So let's let's talk this past weekend. Well, how fun was that? At least I had fun. I had fun. Oh, I had a blast. Yep. Dave, did you have fun? I did have a great time. I, I really did. Um, I ended up staying another day and shooting a steel match on Sunday after you guys took off. And it was a blast also, but the section championship was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I learned a lot, had a great time with you guys shooting with you. And it was a great way to end the year. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, it really was. And uh, to go on what Dave was talking about, you really could learn a lot from that match. Oh, yes. Yes. That was um, a really good match on a number of levels. To give everybody an idea, the, the match um, that was held, uh, Dave, what's that range called? It's uh, it's in New Smyrna Beach. It's the Felicia. Extreme GM. Is it, how yeah, do you pronounce Felicia, that name? Felicia? Felicia County Gun and Hunt Club. Is okay. Yes. All right. Club there. Yep. Um, and it was obviously the Florida sectional, but it was 10 large field courses, which you, you rarely ever get. Normally you get three or four field courses, then some middle couple short courses maybe some classifiers something like that to fill out you know the rest of the match but to have 10 super large and i would say rather complicated you know big field courses out there it can teach you a lot about what you, you know, don't know yeah 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 you can learn a lot real quick <laughs> <laughs> yeah. especially about stage planning and you know confidence and shots stuff like that and we'll get into all that but uh we had a great time. It was really good. It was a great squad, like Dave said. Um, we had David. Obviously, all of us were there. And um, we had Rod, Rob Teague, who I, I haven't shot with before. It was really interesting to have, uh, you know, the man from Pops Quest on there with us. Yeah, yeah. Pops Quest on YouTube. Check him out. 
Oh, yeah. it's a great, great thing. I love the way he breaks those things down on the YouTube. I do love that. <laughs> yeah, I like him. He's, yeah. A good, he's a good guy. Yep. So let's go around. What do we, what do we think of it? Go ahead. Oh, you want me to yak on here? Okay. All right. I keep talking then. Um, I went down there as the only revolver shooter that would ever show up to something like that. I think <laughs> I can say probably if, if I was ever allowed to talk to other revolver shooters, they would be like, nah, I'm not going to. Nah. I'll pass on 30, <laughs> 32 large field, 32 round field courses. Just because it just, you know, with our guns, it's just not, it's, it's fun. I, I thought it was fun. I wanted to go down there and, um, I had really been working some movement and dry fire and in a little bit of live fire. And I was just going to go down there and I was going to move a little bit, not, not running or sprinting or any of that stuff. What I wanted to do though, was work on entry and exit. And I wanted to work on what I would call the David creep, which is where you were constantly moving, but not really just, just kind of moving along slowly, slowly enough that you're, you're working with your sights and you're still shooting, but you're, you are kind of moving on to the next position. You're never coming to a, complete stop and um had a lot of fun with that learned a lot about you know what i could get away with and how much mentally you have to be prepared for if you're going to start working these things how much you have to you have to think about it in there in other words uh, to give an example we had a stage where you had to back out of just a small corridor that had three targets one behind a barrel to the left a tuxedo and then an open target so mm -hmm. it was a perfect opportunity to come in get the one to the left, get the tuxedo and start backing out on the open. And I had to physically tell myself, all right, you can start, you know, after I, after I saw the shot raise off the tuxedo and move over, I actually physically, you know, my mind had to stop and go, all right, start backing up, start backing up, start backing back up and shoot. And it was really the walk and chew bubble gum thing. It was really difficult for me to get that going. I was like, all right, come on. So, um, but I had, I had a great match. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, had some people watch me and really enjoy watching a revolver shooter run around and act all silly. Yeah, so, yeah. they did. They did like watching that. Most people have never seen that happen before. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> so, so I hope I represented revolver well. Um, you know, I knew I was going to place where I was going to place. Um, almost beat all the single stack guys, though. Only one single stack shooter beat me. I was going to going to proclaim myself the classic division winner for for Florida. Classic division winner. But uh, yeah, one of them beat me. A couple spaces so but uh yeah i enjoyed it how about one of you guys you want me to go yeah go for it hon yeah so i didn't have any grand plans other than experience um because i knew it'd be great um the stages at first glance um being novice to big matches like that um looked deceivingly not no i want to say easy but it's not easy um, they just didn't look that horribly bad, I guess. Um, when you go and walk through them the day before. Um, but when it's time to shoot them, yeah, it was, they, they were difficult. They were <laughs> difficult. The shots were long. Um, it, so stage planning got me. Um, I, I thought I had a plan, but as soon as you start to shoot, the plan goes out the window or, you get your stage plan so well that you forget the shooting part. Oh yeah. Um, so it took so much planning for me to make sure I didn't forget a position, which I did. So I didn't forget a position or uh, leave too soon with, or forget a target that I forgot the shooting part. Um, so I couldn't concentrate on getting low. 
I couldn't concentrate on um, moving while shooting because I was so focused on don't forget that target. Don't forget this spot. Um, so that's something that I really need to work on is stage planning um, because I feel like I, I can't shoot. I, I, I just doing them both at the same time is, was pretty difficult for me in this match. Okay. So that's what I took away from it. I did okay. You did do okay. I did okay. I didn't do great. I didn't do horrible. I did okay, which yep. is pretty much what I expected, to be honest. So, but it was a great match. It really was cool. I like the range. I like I like that area. It's really nice. It's not that far of a drive. It's not like, you know, everybody mentions Frostproof, but it's not as far as Frostproof. And there's actually things there in the way of restaurants and hotels and stuff like that you can stay at. You know, so I was, I was impressed. And the range is nice. I mean, it's convenient. Not bad. Uh, it did rain on us, and we got through that. So Florida weather. Mm-hmm. All right, Nancy, you're up. Well, as I say, more, a little bit more about the range. I had, um, I've always heard the name Manny Bragg. This yeah. was a Manny Bragg uh, match, right? Yes. Yes. They've, so man, this was all Manny, wasn't it? Well, um, Gorka Ibanez and Manny Bragg um, started the, this company they called Extreme GM. And um, they, you know, they go around, they'll go around the nation if, if you, want them to and, and set up a match for you and run a match for you but this is Gorka's uh private range there well oh, okay. and uh he you know they run they run all the match well all the USPSA and some other matches there but they they have something going on every single day of the week whether really? it's steel challenge or the action steel thing that I shot or they do some IDPA stuff Johnny might like they do oh. USPSA <laughs> Um, they've always got something going on and they're doing, you know, a lot of level two matches and they did the area six championship this year. Um, they've got something going on all the time. <laughs> they ran flawlessly. It was perfect. Yes. It did run smooth. I mean, and I, I also wanted to give a shout out just overall to the, the, um, the feel of it. And the, and that came from the staff. Yeah. Um, Every staff member that I saw, I mean, you, you, you know, you, by the end of the day, you're tired. We're all tired. I didn't see any crankiness. I saw mm-hmm. a couple people, you know, ask for an overlay or, or say, you know, question a shot. Never did I see a staff. Don't bring up Dave like that. He'll never come back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I never did hey, I see- I've got a call on one too. Yeah, you did. Never did I see a staff member get cross or frustrated or snap? I mean, they just, they, their response was, oh, I want you to get it. Let's get it out. Let's get out that overlay and see. Hopefully fingers crossed, you know, that kind of stuff. They were awesome. Like mm-hmm. notably yeah. so. They really were. Yeah. And so I don't know what he's got going on with his staff, but you could copy that and paste it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so my, my goal was to go and, and have fun. So I, I did, I had an awesome time until it started raining. Then I got pouty cause I don't like the rain, but <laughs> howdy. I, yeah. Yeah. And thank you, David, you really helped turn my, uh, turn my spirits around. I had, um, I don't know, on the second or third stage I shot, my magazine turned into a Pez dispenser and just like I, I had zeroed the stage. So I was bombed and then it started raining and I was really bombed and you were, yeah. you were really yeah. a, a good teammate and, and uh, boosted my spirit. So thank you for that. Well, I'm glad I was able to help. What happened to your magazine blew up? And- it was a, um, you know what? It was a freebie. It was a, um, yeah, the freebie got stuck in the tube, I believe. 
And um, the lesson learned, um, she'd always come with, I had a backup Glock stick, but I didn't have a backup to the backup. That was my backup. Mm. And um, yeah, so I had to zero the stage. So it was an aftermarket Glock stick that came free with my lead star. So never been used before. I thought, Oh, it's brand new. I'll use it. No, (laughs) (laughs) test your stuff and, or don't use knockoff stuff. Um, and have a backup to your backup when you, when you're on a stage. So, yeah. Uh, that's the way the cranes travel. We travel with backups to backups. (laughs) Yes. 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 And thank you for that. Yeah. If you hadn't had that, that extra stick, I don't know, would have been difficult for me to complete match. So thank you. No problem. Um, Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just had fun. I didn't do very well. I finished like bottom third overall, but that's okay. I was there just to have fun. And that was the first match I had shot that lead star in and I just really, really liked it. I shot it in steel challenge, but first USPSA match. How'd it run? Oh my God. It ran. I mean, it seemed like it ran fine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I really, it really liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Looked accurate. It, it was. It was it very was. accurate. Yeah. 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 So what do you think about the stages and everything? I mean, they were huge. I, I thought mean, the sta- yeah, they were PCC stages. I yeah. thought, I thought there, the shots were kind of long. Um, I was glad I wasn't shooting a pistol. Um, yeah. I, I had my rifle. <laughs> Amen. Um, and they like stuff said they were deceptively difficult. Um, and I would love to hear from Dave, David, you know, um, how do you cram all that stage planning 10 stages in your head? Um, it is challenging. Yeah. If you, <laughs> when when it it's is. your turn, if you could kind of speak to that, because like Steph said, um, so much for, you know, focusing in on doing some weird drop step thing. I, it's all I can <laughs> remember where the next target was, you know, me too. Good um, Lord. Yeah. And uh, as soon as you get done with one stage, it's on to the next. And which one is that? Oh my gosh. How many rounds? You know, it's, it was just a lot of data to process. And I had done a walk. I'd come the day before and walk through, but a Apparently I didn't cement everything in as, as, as much as I would like. And a lot of the stages had shooters on them, so I couldn't walk through them. Um, yeah. So. Johnny, how'd you do? <laughs> well, I went from uh, shooting production, uh, uh, I'm sorry, shooting uh, limited for so long to uh, going back to production. So I went from a 40 caliber heavy STI gun to a slightly less heavy uh, nine millimeter CZ Shadow Two, which I had shot for a long time before I started shooting the STI, and making that transition back was a little more difficult than I realized. Uh, I, I wasn't used to the gun, uh, even though it felt really good in my hand. It, it, it felt 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 better in my hand than the STI does, but uh, I was I was getting misses. I was, I was getting no shoots and, you know, you know, we joke about me shooting IDPA, but when I shoot IDPA, I, I, my main goal is not to get any no shoots because, you know, that's, that's your round going through, you know, a civilian or somebody that's, you know, an innocent bystander, which, you know, you, you can't take that shot back. So having those uh, no shoots really, really bothered me. Um, I think my biggest issue was on the far away targets I had a hard time uh, just taking taking enough time to put my sights on correctly, making sure everything was lined up before I pulled the trigger, thinking, oh yeah, I got this, and then letting it go. And then next thing you know, I'm, I'm 
Yeah, I got three no shoots in the same target. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was that one time you kept just shooting and shooting. Uh, and shooting. Well, he was didn't want him to suffer. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't kill anybody, Johnny. It's okay. I, yeah, no way died. <laughs> I'm stubborn that way. I'll I'll dump a magazine if I have to. Make sure I he will. Too. He will. Unless I, unless I forget a target, which I did. So I had some uh, some uh, failure uh, failure to engage, uh, and then two mics on top of that failure to engage. So I forgot two poppers one time. Yeah. So oh gosh, that was hilarious. Oh, How did yeah. you do that? Oh, I wanted to did. ask you. Yeah. They're yeah. like five yards away. <laughs> that, that was when I was. That was when I was pouting over the rain. So oh, you, okay. the, the stage before I had my magazine yes. as dispenser, then it started raining. And that next stage was the one with the wobbly bridge. So I'm like, okay, great. It's raining on this wet wood wobbly bridge. Screw <laughs> it. And so I didn't even do, I was like, oh, like, shoot everything on the left, shoot everything on the right and go on the bridge and die. So. <laughs> go on the bridge and die. I was worried. I was going to, my feet were going to shoot no, right out from under me when I Yes. Yeah. <laughs> me too. It was after that... that stage, David, that you came to me and said, come on, make a comeback. Or yes. whatever you said to me. And I was like, all right, get over yourself. And have well, I? Well, I, you know, that's, you were in your own head after that. You left two poppers that were like, you could just reach your PCC out and push them over. Yeah, one on each even, side too. You yep. didn't even shoot at them, so I knew something was going on there. Yeah, <laughs> that was the one I decided I was shooting one shot. Yeah, that's the one Stephanie turned and was like, "Oh God, look at her! She missed those poppers." And then Stephanie turns and shoots one shot on a tuxedo and gets that the was popper within five feet of me. Yeah, I was so excited. Like, got the poppers. Oop, yeah. there's... <laughs> yes, I, and it was after that bad stage, and I was like, yeah. "Just get on the damn bridge, Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> Just get this yeah. over with." <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. All right, Dave, hit it. Tell us what a winner thinks about and all this stuff. I didn't win. Man, I came really close, though. You came I in think, third. Well, 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 well. Finished second open. Second yes. open. Yeah. And third, third overall. Yeah. I had the fastest time, though. Oh, you did? Yeah. You were mm -hmm. fast. Yeah. You were. But fast. I didn't. I needed a few more points. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. But I've been working on points all year that's really kind of what i've been focusing on mm -hmm. and just and I, I did that i was getting too many points i was getting all the points and uh. <laughs> <laughs> i had you know earlier in the year we were shooting uh section matches and i was getting all alphas on a couple of stages like yeah probably don't need to do that shooting an open gun <laughs> But, you know, I, it was my goal and what I was working on at the time. And I just recently started trying to push my speed. And um, I got my speed back. And my accuracy isn't terrible. But it's, you know, I'm just trying to get my accuracy back up to my current speed now. And I'll get there. I just need a little bit more time with it. I'm, I'm not far off. That um, makes total sense. You know, like you can't do both at the same time necessarily, I don't think. You'd have to kind of oh, hone this, one and then yeah. hone the other and then bring them together. Yes. Yeah. It's tough to, it, I mean, you can do both of them at the same time, but you'll be really slow progressing. Yeah, right. Um, it, yeah. It, it really helps to just kind of single out something, one, you know, one, one thing to work on at a time. And that's what, um, when you guys were asking about stage, stage planning and, and you, you couldn't focus on movement or shooting or, or both or, 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 or you yeah. know, what, whatever you guys were talking about there, but that's another thing like shooting has become subconscious for you guys. The movement part is the second 
aspect of that. The movement will come become subconscious also if you work on it enough like you do the shooting. And then you have your shooting is subconscious. Let me see if I can line my fingers up, even though it's a podcast and nobody can see me counting. You have the shooting that's, that's a great audio because you're giving there. <laughs> <laughs> and on my second finger, you have yeah. the, <laughs> the movement that becomes subconscious. And then you sound together. And then you don't have to think about any of that stuff. And then you can just focus on stage playing. All that the everything, sense. everything else is you don't have to worry about it anymore because that's just what you do. That's that's your movement, and that's the way you shoot. You know everything you know there is to know as far as that stuff goes and then right even then you're still looking at 10 stages and these were big stages these were all yeah. man these were 28 all i believe 28 32 round yes yeah. stages yeah. there was mm-hmm. a lot of points out there a lot of targets and they weren't all you know some of the stages like you guys mentioned just standing back at the you know beginning opening of the bay the the stage there they kind of look fairly simple fairly yes <laughs> you start walking down through there and targets start disappearing on you you know as you're moving or appearing and you're like oh i didn't even see that one now yeah, now you yeah so, out back and yeah yeah there's some stuff yeah. hiding behind barrels so it was deceptively easy like yeah. you guys were talking about yeah um yeah so there was a lot to it and it is mentally draining it i was really happy from myself that i only had one stage where i got kind of out of focus mentally and I had a mic on that stage and I ended up I, I ran past the target and had to take a step or two back to, to, to come pick it up but that only happened on one stage so I was happy about that yes <laughs> but it's tough it's tough to stay that focused uh eight hours a day yeah it's very difficult the double swingers were a bitch too there's more swingers. There was a ton. Of, I don't know, more stages than not had swingers. Well, it was four. Yeah. So there are a lot of swingers. <laughs> oh, Johnny! <laughs> there you go, Johnny. I thought I was pretty good at him until Saturday. I thought you did pretty good on him. No, I didn't. I didn't do good on anything. But I thought you did okay on the swingers. When I finally decided that they were there and they were going to stay, and oh, I actually yeah. paid attention to them, then I gave them some. You know, I I took care with them <laughs> but it took forever no uh, i had a mic on one swinger and it was because i had gone one for one on every piece of steel that day and i had to draw to an activator i think it was on the zigzag where it had that fast moving swinger yeah in the that, that was stage 10 next to the last one we shot yeah and i had to draw to that steel to activate and yeah, sure enough, my first shot sailed. And I watched it sail, too. Yeah, it I can almost see it in bullet time as it went over the right-hand shoulder of that thing. I was like, well, there went my extra bullet. <laughs> so there was popper, two paper that's, to my left. And then, yeah, I had that swinger. Too. And I, I launched one over it. And I was like, God, I, I had one more bullet. I'd put one right back in there. But, that yeah. was like a 20-yard activator <laughs> out there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It was an easy shot, but... Uh. I saw you miss it and had to make up shots. Oh crap. That was his extra shot for whatever else he has to do right here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, uh, that was what the match hurt more than anything is I had very few stages where I had any extra bullets in the gun. It was all pucker factor, eight shot. You better hit them all. You better hit the steel. You better hit the swingers. Cause you just have no extra bullets. Yeah. Travis, man, is- you made it work. I enjoyed it. <laughs> You started like you you started uh, the podcast was working on some of your movement 
Yes. Um, and I saw it too. Um, you uh, one stage, it. man, it was early on. I don't know if it's the second or third stage. You were moving out of every position. You're backing up on targets. At, yeah. It was in these were tuxedos. There was a lot of tuxedos on that one yeah. stage in particular. It looked great. And yeah. you, you were running eight for eight and moving to the next God. position. And that, I was impressed. Yeah, I was too. I was. It's a good way to end the year. It was. It, everything worked. Yeah. The accuracy was a little bit off, but I knew it was going to be a little. I always bit. liked watching your stage plan because most people like shoot it kind of left or right. Oh. You'd be like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he uh, he could tell I was confused, and he would come and go. This is what I'm going. I'm like, I don't care. I don't need to know anything about what you're going to do. <laughs> I do that to mess with people because I kept doing that to David. I was like, David, you want to hear my stage plan? He's like, no, no yes. absolutely not. <laughs> I remember my own. Yeah. Yes. Gosh, well, I'm gonna go. I'm like, I do not care. <laughs> hey, you know, you normal shooters are playing chess. Us revolver guys are a 3D checker. You gotta see the, you gotta see the stage all or 3D chess. We gotta see it all in different ways, and yeah, I where all eight, where all eight bullets have to go. So it's it's fun. It's fun, and, and that's why I liked this match when it came out. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna suck. And then I thought about, it and I was like, well, I don't get a chance to do this a lot. We don't you know, at least locally, I can say we may have one or two 32 rounders out there every so often. And sometimes, you know, they're not very complicated. We're more, more just targets out there. You know, this was 32 rounds or 28 rounds. And like Dave was saying, it was complicated. It, it didn't look complicated till you're out there. And it yeah. was, you know, I may move, I may shoot eight rounds and move two feet. And I got to shoot another eight rounds because it's the only place I'm going to see these targets again, you know, and then I've got to get down range, or, you know. Yeah. So it was, it was, it could make it, it the mat, it, some of them didn't have great flow. They were very choppy. Yes. You know, very yeah, choppy. It was, and it was made to make you do that. Yep. It was, yeah. It was. It was awesome. Dave, I want to talk about your prep for a match like this because Stephanie mentioned to me about, you know, next time I shoot something like this, I am going down the day before and I'm doing a full day. Of walk I'm going to bring my chair and I'm going to sit there and I'm going to watch people. Well, and maybe I'm not bring my chair, but yes, I'm I do. I'm bringing a chair. <laughs> <laughs> so how, mm -hmm. I, we, we kind of joked about your prep because we, we were there, we saw you, and then we left. <laughs> and then you, you were, were still, still there, there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, johnny and i showed up later on you were still there yeah exactly so i didn't know if you guys were gonna make it <laughs> yeah. yeah we came yeah we came late yeah and that so th there you go lesson learned do what dave d did yeah well that's what i want to hear about i okay. don't know that's uh, it's a lot that's <laughs> i really was hoping to, to finish this match with a win uh i really thought it would be great to end, end, the end the year, end the season, last major match of the year with a win. Almost had it. Didn't quite Almost. get it. But I'm still very happy with with oh, everything yeah. that everything that happened. Um, but I left Friday. I took Friday off of work. So just that in itself is part of a, uh, you know, commitment that I made to myself. I took a day off of work to leave early to go down Friday. I left at 5 o'clock um, in the morning and got to the range around 10 30 i believe wow. and i was there until after nancy and johnny got there um, yeah. i don't know what time that was five or so something. <laughs> i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah yes but i i knew there were going to be a lot of um swinger targets and activators and that stuff is you know really you can't go out there and test those things out when you're just walking stages and it's i got burned on a uh swinging target at nationals that just 
just irritates me <laughs> every time I think about it. I didn't want to let that happen again. So I wanted to make sure that I got there and I was able to watch all of the moving targets enough times to get a plan on, on <clears throat> you know, how, to, how the sequencing of the targets were going to work. And if I, I was able to pick up another, you know, couple targets in between the activators, um, you know, I just wanted to have a good idea of what to expect. And only way you can do that with the activators and moving targets is to be there to watch them, watch people shoot them. And if it takes being there for five hours, then mm -hmm. that's, hey, go that's for the it. truth, though. That's what I, that's what I did. You know, it sucks because then that being out there in the sun, um, it wasn't super hot, but it was still sunny. And, you know, being out there, I, I was probably out there for more than five hours. But that also add, can add to some physical fatigue and mental fatigue for the actual match day. Mm -hmm. So that's something to consider. You have to stay hydrated and and um, nourished while you're out there, even just walking stages and, and yeah. planning. Mm -hmm. Now, are you taking any notes, like just physical notes, or is it all in your head? Uh, that match, I did not take any physical notes. I will on some of what you might call memory stages. Um, some of those almost got to the point where they yeah, might, yeah. may have been considered memory yeah. stages, oh, yeah. but but it, what they weren't yeah. what Rob would really consider just, you know, like a strict memory yeah. stage. And, and I kind of do that because you can't really, the, the memory stages, you just, it, that's all there is to it, really. I don't really like them because it's, it doesn't seem like it's really testing your shooting ability. I agree. For the most part, it's testing your ability to memorize a target array that is not visible. <laughs> yes, and right. I don't know why people do that and some people like them I guess but in that instance I might take physical notes and I might number targets down on a piece of paper in the order I'm going to engage the targets and I just try to memorize it I don't think that's I don't know I just don't like them personally but I, in this hey, instance, hey, I didn't take I don't think many people like them I think I think they get thrown out there and people will just deal with them you know, and everybody gets a giggle out of them. If you only see like one or two a year, you're good. You know, it's when you yeah. but see them constantly. Most of the stuff, I mean, you know, you had to really have some good stage plans, but there weren't a lot of hidden targets. You could still see targets behind like mesh walls and, and yeah. Yeah. You know, you just had to make sure you're in the right place to engage those targets. But yeah. Right. That's what it was. It was there were several targets that could be only taken from certain spots and you had to go figure out where they were. Yeah. You know, you're looking at a wide open field, but then you have to go find, oh, there's this, just this one corner where you can take this one shot from. And right. If you're focused on what your next, next target is, it's easy to bypass the target that was right there in front of you that you should have oh, shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. then, yeah. Then you can't come you can't buy it during your next array. Yeah. yeah. And if you're focused on that, your shooting goes to crap yeah. for some of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thank God Travis makes everybody shoot long range shots. Yeah. Just saying, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. I feel good about myself, my 20 yarders. I can do that all day. What was everybody's yeah. favorite stage and why? What was my favorite stage? Four. Chrono. And why? Chrono. Why? Chrono yeah. Chrono. Man, let's not even bring that up. I'm not even going to oh. talk about that. Dave saved me from Perry Carey. I about lost it. <laughs> so, but Dave once again saved the shooter on his squad from losing their mind. But oh. um, yeah, no. So Dave we'll was everybody's therapist. No. Yes. Yeah, he was. He yeah. Was. Yeah. Level-headed old Dave. Um, not four. 
four was the toughest of the day. And I was so proud that I got and looked the easiest. Oh, that was yeah. one in the back left corner that was just kind God, of like, yes. the one, like a yeah, straight, Nancy's, straight walk yeah. down the middle. Oh, that was my pest dispenser stage. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> that was a God awful revolver stage. There was nothing. I mean, that was eight shots and six shots or excuse me, three paper. So six shots on paper. Two of those were tuxedos and you had two poppers that I had to hit from my starting position. That is god-awful pucker factor. I mean, that that is, you know, literally you just clenching your cheeks the whole time down there, just, you know, and just going, please, God. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, they were eating shorts. I mean, those shorts are gone by the time I got done with that one. It was horrible. And it's just, uh, that's the type of challenge I like. I didn't like it at the time, but after I got done, I was, I was proud, one, that I could get through it with a no mic, no penalty, no nothing like that. But it was just, it was a god-awful stage for Revolver. Um, but I like seeing that every so often. I mean, I don't want to ever see it, you know, frequently. But, you know, I want to see something like that. I want to challenge something like that. Right. Not only that, that was the stage where the rain actually started. Yeah. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So that's where yeah. it kind of, kind of fell apart the rest of the day because it, it was it was raining on and off pretty much the, the remainder of the day. Yep. And it seems I, I I had problems on that stage, Nancy. That's where her uh, magazine too. fell apart. That's a rough uh, stage for you guys. That's it, the one where you killed the civilian. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I missed I missed I missed that that small uh, popper that was next to the activator. On so I had to take an extra shot, which threw off my round count, which then threw off the rest mm-hmm. of my plan. And then it was just uh, trying to make up for it. So I, I, I really need to not plan on shooting. Okay, yeah, I got 10 rounds. I got to put all 10 rounds in, in, in an array of five, and I can't save anything extra. I, I got to get away from that and start just, okay, I get these four here, and then maybe do a mag change on the way to this other one, and then just have, make sure I got extra rounds. Cause Oh, yeah. Yeah. On a popper, especially a small popper at what was it, twenty-five yards maybe? I, it was it was a decent distance, and it was a it was a kind of tucked-in shot. You had mm-hmm. to be a little bit left. Yeah, it wasn't like a dead-on shot. You had to be just a hair bent to the left to get it. If you were taking it from that very back position, if you took it from the one in front, you had to be way to the left to get that popper. Yeah, um, that was tough to get to in that middle yeah. position. That's where I took it from. But you had to be over yeah. a little bit yeah. to get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah that was a tough stage and it did not look it you walked no, out we walked that stage it did not like, okay just i think i told nancy that's an easy one don't worry about four yeah don't worry about four <laughs> yeah yeah i forgot I a target forgot my stage plan i couldn't get on that stage um that was that stage was one of the reasons i was there so long that day i, I walked back there probably six times um I, I had a good plan i felt like for every other stage I had not had a chance to walk on stage four, the one we're talking about. Every time I'd go back there, there was somebody back there on it shooting it. And, and it just, it was just coincidence, but I finally got a chance after everybody left to walk it, man, I am glad I did mm-hmm. because it was, it took some planning for sure. Oh yeah. 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 That was, that was fun. Yeah. How about you, babe? What'd you like? Um, I like the two stages. I like the stomp stage with the stomp pad. With the dual swingers? Yes. Ooh, um, that was uh, that would have been my best stage. I had a great plan for it, 
and ran down there and the plan was so good and i was shooting so good that i ran right by a target yeah yep i ran right by that target that tuck target that was in the that was from the he had when i was coming from the left everybody took that that was kind of a shape like a seven on the ground Mm -hmm. you know once again audio podcast um and the deal was everybody pretty much ran to the right and then went left across the back and basically took a target around an edge ran all the way to the other end on the left and then just kind of cleared their way back into it you took it the opposite way where you could take everything on the move if you kind of cut around that edge yes and that was a neat idea it was interesting i, I didn't see anybody else do that and it made me i didn't even yeah. consider that beforehand and i mentioned well, something to travis like man i didn't even look at it that way that's interesting the only reason i looked at it that way is because i hate running with my pcc i hate running to the left when it's a long run and there's nothing to shoot yeah Um, okay because it's just awkward it just i don't want to break the 180 trying to run so i looked at it the other way and it worked and every time i walked it i shot that target but i didn't do it when it counted i would have liked to have seen dave run it that way because you could you could shoot all the way across i know once again audio podcast but Mm -hmm. once you got into that position if you were running hard into that position you could actually start shooting yeah. the minute your foot hit that box right. you'd have those two you could have taken care that of. one target that was kind of off it was an open target it was off by itself you could have taken that then swung got the one that was tucked and then the rest were pretty much opens On across the, the back you could have and you could get and even before you came to the end you could get that one that was far out and then turn and get the other one yeah so it was pretty much that would have been interesting to see dave rerun that with some speed yeah, um, I don't know. It seemed like it may have been a little further distance to, to yeah, run it yeah. that way, but I don't know. Like you said, it may have been a little further, but you could shoot a couple targets on the move, so it may have counteracted, you know, counter- Yeah, because everybody kind of flat-footed back there in that back corner and took, you know, what, five or six targets at yeah. least. All, one yeah. half dozen of the other, you never really know. The yeah. other one was the W with all the long shots and all the steel in the middle. Oh, yeah. Because um, I that love... One was, that one was fun. Yeah, I love that steel. We were probably the only people who loved that. Yeah. You took squad. that steel like a boss. Oh, yeah. Stephanie's steel killer. Even though RO turned around and said to everybody, now that's how you do it. Now <laughs> yeah. you take steel. That's how you do it. I love it. I, I really like that. And I, of course, had I had a mic, I think, on every stage. I had a mic on that stage, one of those far targets. But um, that's just how it goes sometimes. Probably either shooting too quick when I got in there or leaving too fast. You never know. Um, and the interesting about that steel was it was double stacked to a way that, you know, I took it from the edges and I took four on one side, two on the other, and you could get around. You didn't have to wait well, for that front one to fall no. if you were far enough over to the side. Yeah. If you were from the side, I, none of them were double stacked from where I was standing. I yeah. Could, yeah. You, you actually hit one of the back pieces of steel first on, yeah. on one of them. I think the center center piece of steel, you yeah. hit the back one first and then the front one. Uh, yeah. It just they were just there. I was yeah, so shoot them. Yeah. You were, <laughs> well, I mean, you were at a, such of an angle that you know yeah, you could, it didn't you know, matter. Yeah. 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 Right. So those are my st- favorite. How about you, Nancy? Would you I, love? I like say stage seven because that was one that was a bit of a memory stage. Um, and I uh, was ha- I, reason why I liked it is because I, I finally got a stage plan and it came together for me really smooth. And so it was like, there, it was more of not a sense of pride and not necessarily how I was, was shooting, but that, that stage plan gelled so nicely in my head. Is um, that the big box? That was the big box. 
huge wide open box you could take anything from anywhere and then there was like one or two kind of behind a corner target and what what, johnny another one where i missed the damn target (laughs) 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 yeah that was what docile deceptive you know yeah Um, Mm -hmm. So I was a little worried about that one, but, and so I was, uh, when my plan came together, that felt good. So yeah, that one, that I lost a target on the box. I actually double shot a target. I was mad. Mm-hmm. I had yeah, to do standing. A strategy wise, that was a tough stage. It was, yeah. was it really was. Stage you could shoot it. <laughs> Lots of swingers. Duh. And targets where you could mistake and shoot it twice. You know, I found myself a lot of times, um, thinking that I wish I would have paid more attention to the swingers, like Dave said, because they, most of them, well, probably half and half were slow enough that I could have done something else if I would have paid attention to them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, especially that stage. I remember shooting the activator standing there going, okay, did I shoot it? Where's the swinger? What's going on here? It was that long, but it wasn't in my stage plan. So I, I didn't have anything else to do. Um, but a couple of them, I felt myself standing there waiting for the swinger to come and I should have paid attention to that. Yeah. Tim Heron will be upset with me. <laughs> well, that. and that's one of the advantages of going early to, like you were saying, to see those swingers, is it super fast? Um, or is it super slow? And yeah. If it's slow, then what can I do while I'm waiting on it? You know, yeah. um, yes. is, it fast? is it something I just need to take and move on or. Right. Um, yep. can I shoot the popper early and let it come to slow down a little bit while I do something else or. Right um yeah you're right that's pretty smart to see how they are because they're all different speeds yep mm-hmm. and that yeah, one in, oh, go ahead, oh. well that one in particular stage seven was i think my favorite stage too nancy um and that had uh i i watched the activators on that one there were so the the way this the center section of the stage was set up there were three pieces of steel, uh, two large poppers were each activators for swinging targets. So there were two large poppers with a small popper in the middle and then two swinging targets. I watched that um, on Friday, I watched people shoot it probably three times before I realized that the activators activated the opposite swinging target. So the left activator actually activated the right swinging target and the right one activated the left i didn't see that i didn't catch that until somebody shot it a little bit differently and i saw them i think they only i think they missed a piece or or one of the poppers and then the opposite swinger started how did that happen (laughs) that was that 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 completely changed my plan on it and i ended up i've watched it a few more times knowing that um you know the sequence properly now and it, they worked perfectly for me because I was able to watch those, you know, watch people shoot it. And, and the way I engaged it, I started on the left popper, went to the middle popper, right popper. And by that time, the right swinger was just right there above where I finished shooting the right popper. Took two on that right swinger. And by that time, the left swinger was right there for me to shoot the left swinger. Yeah, so awesome. that, I think that was the key to that stage personally yeah. but because there's so much time that could be lost right there if yeah. you have to wait on a second presentation for yes. two poppers yep stage ones uh had a uh sequencing like that as well remember the one where you just go down the line and then there's the two poppers and the swingers the one shot yeah, yeah the one shot the one shot stage. yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. um yeah. That, that had a sequence to it too it did it did god yeah 
I like that stage. I liked that one too. Actually. Yeah. I can't believe I shot early into a no shoot. I got a no shoot on that one, Johnny. Oh. Just for you. I did. I had one that just inched over into the hardcover. Yeah. I got the alpha, but it was just pulling up. It was me pulling up. You know, I went, you know, clip. You moving clip too quickly? The, yeah. No, I just clipped the perf. I came up off the bottom target to the top target. Oh, got it. Perf oh, and got, was, okay. got the alpha. Yeah. <laughs> and I made a no shoot on that one as well. I seem to start a trend after I got that no shoot. It seemed like everybody behind me got. I think there were three or four people in a row. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was rough after that. I think there's something to that. You know, that would be a Steve Anderson kind of thing. You know, mentally yeah. now we're all focused on that no shoot, and then what do you do? You shoot it. Oh, yeah. You see somebody shoot it, and then you start thinking about it, and yep. you probably start looking at it when you go yeah. over there. I bet I was wondering that, if it starts drawing your eye, yep. which is going to draw your sights, which is going to put you in a. Yeah. I bet yeah. it gets into your head, and you start looking at it. Don't sure. shoot that! Don't shoot that big white thing right yep. there! Don't do it! And you that's exactly where the bullet goes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because that's exactly what happened. You started yeah. Oh, like yeah. a domino effect. Shooters yeah. are simple creatures. Let's just go ahead and say it. We're, we're herd mentality. We are. You know? <laughs> if somebody does something outside, does some crazy stage, they're like, ooh, why'd they do that? Watch this. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we're all a bunch Hold of cows my beard. in the backs, and they're like, ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to ask um, about stage seven. There was another part of that stage that I watched other people shoot, and it, and it never, it didn't make any sense to me at all. I just want to see what you guys thought about it. it um that the big square box you mm -hmm. most everyone started in either the back left corner or the back right corner and and what i saw a lot of people doing was starting in the back right corner and travis your plans may be different because of you thank know, you yes your low, <laughs> low capacity yeah 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 but i saw a lot of people starting in the back right corner which allowed you to start on an open target and then you had to run all the way across to the left corner and you were coming in on a tuxedo target that was behind mm -hmm. a wall and it didn't make any sense for me because you would have to come to a complete dead stop to really get two good shots on a tuxedo target like that from a full sprint i started on the left so i just drew to that tuxedo and ran to the right and i never stopped on that wide open target on the right i just ran right by it and put two in it and kept on going down to the other end of the range did you guys were did you look at that and consider that and it never crossed my mind never did because it was such a hard stage for me to get in my brain anyways that's what i'm talking about just to to come up with a, a plan to not forget a target was so difficult for me on that stage that thinking about those little things like i said i stood there and waited for that swinger too um i just those little things are by the wayside because i don't yeah. want to forget a target so no reason other than yeah and it's and it was probably what I saw when things came together. I started on the right because what I saw was as I'm wait, making my way across the stage, I could clean out half the targets, and then when I get forward, I just have to take the ones forward. Oh, so, so you took you took some in the middle on the on the way over. I took she some did. in the middle on the way over, um, and that's why I did it that way. So when I got up front, I just finished up front and I was done. Um, so I so that that's why I did that. Travis was just mentioning the herd mentality and I was watching everyone shoot it kind of the opposite way that I was thinking. And I just could never make sense of it. Yeah. There's not. No one else was taking anything from the middle. 
they were starting on the right open target and then running into a tuxedo yeah. and trying to get two good hits on the, you know, from a full sprint on a tuxedo. And yeah. And now that you say that, it doesn't make any sense. It didn't to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I found on the right side and I know that I'm weird, but coming out of that tuxedo, you didn't have to get real close to that open target on the right. Either. No, you didn't have to get in that corner, not as deep as you had to get to the left on that tuxedo. That's what I thought about was, well, I can, I can stop almost three feet, you know, or I can start engaging three feet before the edge of this and get that one and then start working my way down, you know, going the other way. Mm-hmm. So, yep. It does make sense now. Well, it's just something to plan for. You know? Yeah, that's what I, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard <laughs> sport. It was a hard match. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot, a lot of targets out there. There's a yes. lot of stuff to shoot. It's <laughs> a lot of stuff. It's a lot of shooting to be done. Uh, I think it's a mental game too. And I wanted to mention that to Dave, you know, me and Steph were talking about, there's no real practice for a match like this. You can practice the shots to get rid of a little bit of the subconscious of the shot. You can practice your movement and get, you know, to, to, to help make the movement more natural in your movement across the stage. But for matches like this, really, you've got to shoot matches like this to be good at matches like this. It's, yeah. you know. Yeah, there, there's a there's a point where uh, it's, it, it just kind of, de- I think it depends on where you are in your shooting. Some people say they, they don't like to actually practice. They, they look at level one matches, local matches as practice. And Johnny. I don't know. Well, it's, it's Johnny, wow, just, just called out Johnny just big time. On that one. I think, and it's fine. I think there is definitely a time where you're going to these level one matches to practice shooting matches. You're practicing competing. You're not practicing shooting. You're not practicing movement. You're not working on trigger prep or, or doing any of this stuff that you can do at home and dr- with dry fire or at the range by yourself. You're practicing the whole competition mindset that's what you're actually focusing on that's the only place you can do it a lot of people want to go practice whatever shot calling or something at a a match and that's i don't think that's the place to do it because you can do that by yourself Mm -hmm. um you know in the corner of a range somewhere but the only way you can really practice for stuff like like this, you know, stage planning and, and that sort of thing is to go plan stages. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. And your only place you're going to see stages like this, you may see one of these a month that would even be on the caliber of these. You know, we try our best. I know Dave being a match director, he tries his best to put a challenge out there. But, you know, to have a double swinger on, you know, at CSRA, for God's sakes, you know, oh, you know we have yeah. hard enough time dragging that other swinger up and down. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. We're it limited is. with, you know, we don't, we can't have steel. So the, yeah. the activation sequencing is kind of, I love that kind of stuff. Me, that's mm-hmm. the kind of stage, stages that I like. I guess some people yeah. like the memory stages, which I hate. I like the activator sequencing kind of stuff because it's still something you have to figure out. It's not, there's some memory involved in it, but it's not, mm-hmm. I don't, you don't have to go hunt and peck hidden targets behind barrels and stuff like right. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just fun. When, just when you memorize the sequence that you're going to shoot yeah. Yeah. Yes. Change it with your skill level, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's really cool when you can come up with that plan, that sequence and make it work. Oh, it yeah. just feels so good. That's, yeah. I think that's yeah. what I like about it. 
yeah <laughs> you know most of the time I, I screw it up but when i don't it feels really <laughs> great <laughs> But the people out there who do shoot the the monthly match, let's say uh, even the newer shooters who are shooting the monthly matches, and they're getting that, and then they go to their first level two, you know, or God forsaken a match like this is their first level two match, and they just get friggin' drugged, you know, by by stage seven, they're just in tears, you know, yeah, putting their stuff on gun broker already, you know, but <laughs> yeah, I'm dead, I'm out, that's it, I'm done. It would um, be a lot just because of the the it's, scale there's you know there's me, the mental and physical endurance is yeah. is a lot <clears throat> yeah um and then also you know we, we, we keep complaining about the rain but um we weren't prepared for that um i checked the weather all week long and yeah. it was in florida so i frankly want to know do i bring shorts or do i bring my jeans and that's why yeah. i was checking the weather and oh it's gonna be 73 and sunny yay and, yep. and it starts and it rained like hard yes <laughs> yeah yep but no and one really griped nothing. about we had it umbrella we had no tarp oh you couldn't gripe about it yeah yep. because you're too busy planning stages yeah <laughs> so freaking griping about the rain okay so, <laughs> yeah so that's why i was all pouty i yeah. i was i will say i don't mind act, the actual shooting in the rain but I hate pasting in the rain. Yes. Oh, that's the, that's the worst part of it. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. I don't mind shooting yeah. in rain either, but having to deal with wet bags over targets. Yeah. Wet I was so happy when they said, stick. take wet, them off. Or wet stickers that yeah. stick. And oh, yeah. Nobody wants wet pasties. Yeah. Nobody, Nobody does. Pasties. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes a wet pasty. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that was fun. I'm glad we did it. That was a lot of fun. Dave, what's next for you in the great primer shortage of uh, this about to be 2021? What are your plans for next year? Well, I actually stayed, like I mentioned before, I stayed an extra night and we went out and shot uh, Manny's Action Steel Christmas oh, yeah. special. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I saw that. We, we shot 10 stages of steel. Wow. On oh. the same bays that we shot yeah man i should have stayed no that. That. now what yeah. is action steel is that the same thing as falling steel i mean is there a different no, i just post or just got the video posted on youtube you have to check it out but okay um it's set up like uspsa style with walls and ports and things like that and you have to run around a stage and, and engage steel but it's all static <sighs> steel none of it falls and depending on the shape of the steel it has a different shot count so oh. I watched Rob Teague's video, and that's what I was going to ask you because I didn't yeah. understand. Like, one, some were taking one, some were two, some were three. Yeah, it sounded like well, four. There were some the oh, octagon or hexagon shape. It was Ipsic steel, I believe. Um, required four shots. Cool. And then any square shape or rectangle shape uh, required two shots, and then any round plate was just one shot. Oh my gosh, I should have just shot that. So no resetting, right? No, so, absolutely no resetting. Oh, man. <laughs> and they did it. It looked like all they did was leave the walls up for the stages. It was the exact same Yeah, and just put walls. steel out there. Why did they oh, stay do that? Did you, you notice? So your last match. <laughs> it was $35. We shot 10 stages and we're done by 12 o'clock. Oh, oh we should have done that. We should have done that. It was, I had no idea it was going to be that much fun. 
Oh um, man. I got there and I was like, well, how does this game work? Somebody explain to me how this works. Yeah. 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 Because Manny had spray painted uh some of the targets like green and red. And I was like, well, man, you gotta you have to shoot them in a certain color sequence or something. And yeah. that that had nothing to do with it. It was just festive looking. It was the Christmas. Yeah, okay. All so right. Yeah. Did, I saw that too. I saw the colors on Rob's. He was just using like, different colors. Color oh, okay. that's cool. But there was a bonus plate that was painted red and and the way the bonus plate worked was kind of interesting too it added another aspect to the to the stage on eight out of ten stages you had a bonus plate you could shoot at it one time and if you hit it you got three seconds deducted off of your time (laughs) but if you missed it nothing happened you just that was when the time ended so it would end on your last shot right there and that would that would be your time for the stage sweet um, wow so it was pretty it was interesting it, it played in another part you know a little bit of a planning there and there was one stage where he there was a plate rack that he had painted three plates red and uh oh, I, I forgot to mention but that red plate had to be engaged last regardless of, of what sequence you engaged the other steel that red plate had to be last no matter what so sometimes it was at a weird position of the stage where you, you know, kind of had to move back around from, from where you were ending on another target to come back to the red one if you wanted to pick up that bonus plate. That's um, neat. But the three red targets on the plate rack were also bonus plates. So you could get one shot at each. But if you miss one, you know, you're, then you were done. You had to leave it. Oh, Okay. Um, I ended up hitting all three of those and I ran that whole stage minus the, the nine seconds bonus that I got. It was like 3.24 seconds or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was pretty cool. It was, I've never shot a, a match like that. And uh, it was really a lot of fun. Oh yeah. If they have that next year, I want to do that next year. I want to do that too. So from what, they tell me they do it like three times a week. What? They'll do six stages in, in the afternoon and people will come out there because you can you can shoot through it so quickly. You could go out there because there's no resetting. Um, oh, man. You go shoot. I think each stage was average of like 18 rounds, 16, 18 rounds. Um, as soon as the shooter's done, you, you know, unload, show, clear, holster. The next shooter's at the line ready to go and stand by and then you know that's cool shoot a whole match in like an hour and a half at most and go home dave how'd you lose to a co shooter at that well he is a world champion i know but still (laughs) you know come on dave (laughs) i I didn't know what i was doing to like the second or third (laughs) stage (laughs) you weren't there at five in the morning walking the steel stages to get your plans together see i did get there early and i started walking stages but then manny came back and spray painted everything different colors oh (laughs) so it completely changed my stage plans and i was i think i was the second shooter on the first stage and i was like i don't even know how this game works what am i doing (laughs) all right here we go (laughs) but it was it was a great time um everybody was just yeah somebody had a 22 yeah um, with his ammo shortage going on that'd be they fun. had trouble knocking plates on over on the plate rack oh did they uh, yeah but um you know other than that those were the only like moving targets were, were the plate racks but 
Anyway, that was that was the last match for the Limcat open gun. It's going back to um, Limcat to get refurbished and get a new grip installed, and it's going to get refinished. They're going to go through it, make sure everything's good to go oh, for cool. next year. Oh. It's kind of nice not having to do that to your own gun, isn't it? I know. I know. It's nice. <laughs> I'm gonna, are you, I'm gonna are miss you her. changing grips or just getting a new one? What's yeah, going? I'm changing grips. This one is just doesn't fit my hands very well it's kind of it tapers back kind of skinny along the back back strap area and it just doesn't fit my hands very well i've kind of struggled with it all year um i've made it work it's not very comfortable because of the way i have to change my grip to keep from accidentally engaging the thumb safety with my support hand and just weird stuff like that it's just it just doesn't fit my hands but they have new grips now that are a little bit larger um, they call them, I think they're calling them the large hand grips or something. I don't know, but large hands. I don't, I don't, I can't grips remember. for large hands, <laughs> but, um, there are a bunch of, um, Filipino family that, that runs the business and you know, they're, they don't have big hands like I do. So they have large, large hand hands. But I think once I get the, the grip back, the gun will be perfect. It, it, I could not have asked for a better gun. It ran great all year long. I never had a single issue with the gun itself. Um, it was great. I, I love shooting it every time I took it out um until Which is then because it, it's funny to hear you say that because i had heard that limb cats can be finicky at times and see you not have problems out of them it's been, that's been pretty well, awesome you know, it's, um, <laughs> well i think a lot of the times it probably is maintenance yeah yeah um uh, it's like the mpx it's funny how that works out isn't it because yeah. mpxs yeah. don't run either <laughs> mine does yeah it's um you know they're race guns i mean they're yeah. They're yeah. made purpose built to race and they have to be taken care of and maintained properly and kept clean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, they get, they get dirty. They quit working. Yep. <laughs> so it's not like a Glock or M and P or something like that, but yeah. Johnny quit checking your IDPA standings. Did you hear all that about cleaning guns? I just wanted you to come in on that. Yeah. I should have cleaned my damn gun, but the I, Shadow Two I is kind of a race gun. gun. It yeah, is a production getting, race gun. It's yeah, getting that. racy. Yeah, those are yeah. those are nice guns. Yeah. <laughs> so, shop, yeah. shopping online. So yes, my plans for next year. I'm going to be shooting my backup gun until the Limcat comes back, and I've got a couple projects I'm going to work on over the winter break. But um, I'm going to take a little bit of different different direction with my training next year and focus a little more on uh, fitness and nutrition. I heard you talking about that. I'm curious about that. Yeah, well, I was talking to um, Rob about it, and he was he was you know giving me a little insight to it. And I really noticed um, throughout the, the day at this match at the um, sectional Florida sectional, I was trying to stay. Um, I was trying to eat a little bit of something on every stage. And, you know, always make sure I stay, try to stay hydrated. But I had caught myself at the Nationals at um, even a local match, I think in Charleston um, a couple weeks ago. And at several other matches, I would not eat enough, you know, throughout, throughout the match. And I would get kind of mentally fit. It would start affecting my 
my focus and I would get mentally fatigued. Um, and Rob was telling me that it actually takes um, like, like blood flow away from your brain if, if you're hungry. And, you know, it, your body starts focusing on the hunger part that, that, it's, that it's sensing. And then, you know, you start losing some, some mental capacity at that point. I don't, I haven't really studied it all that much yet. But I purposely tried to make a point of, you know, to stay high, well hydrated and, and, you know, make sure I was eating throughout the day. And it really helped me. And the one stage where I went without eating something is the one stage where I, I really struggled with the plan, ended up with a mic and went past the target that I had to come back to. Interesting. So yeah. it was, it was cool just to notice yeah. that and be conscious of what caused that to right. happen. That's good. Um, so I'm going to, you know, that's going to be a, a big focus of mine for the upcoming year. And it's going to, you know, get a little more physically active just from my, just from my own health anyway, but yeah, uh, you know, that's it, babe. What? You're getting shaped and be a buff revolver shooter. You? Yeah. You got uh, oh. wow, hun. Just uh, <laughs> give me the, the fucking you eyes, huh? Right. <laughs> like you, buddy. All right, good to work on that. Easy, fat man. With the big man hands, man. You see your right hands. forearm. I bet you got a yeah, huge yeah. right forearm. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to know that. Right there, uh, uh, <laughs> God. Go for it. Make a little one of those little grip things that sit on my trigger finger so I can yeah. work it out in the off season. Yeah, you, know? you just do that. Yeah, yeah. I want to get lax. <laughs> oh, so I'm planning on focusing on that stuff beginning of the year, and then I'm going to be busy with the South Carolina sectional championship coming yes. up in April. Sign up for that. Yes, I'm get out there and sign up. Yeah, yeah. I think we still have some spots. It looked like Saturday morning still had some openings and. Uh, yeah, yeah, there should there's still, still be there's some still stuff good available. spots out there. So yeah, get signed up. It's a great range. Yep, good range. How many Belt stages match. are you planning on having? We're gonna do ten, 10? plus chrono, most most likely. Good. Yeah. I'm not hundred percent confirmed chrono yet, but yeah, we, it's fine. We don't have yeah. to have it. But ten stage, ten good stages. Um, there's some nice bays, Belt and Gun Club. If um, yeah. you guys haven't been out there, check it out. They have you know, rifle stuff. They have, uh, sporting clays, they shotgun stuff. It's a, it's a nice, real nice facility out there. I want to get out to the bowling pin matches. They seem to do a lot with the bowling pin matches. Do the they? I didn't shoot. know they did that. I'd like oh, to God, yeah. They really always like have those going on. They have like a group of people that shoot those things. Bowling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So on, you know, I checked off, uh, action steel this weekend. Yes. Yep. So bowling now, pin. Now I need a bowling pin match to go to. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if they'll let your gun shoot it. I don't know. I, Why? I, I, I don't know. Can I, I run know. around and shoot bowling pins? I think I you have to be stationary. Not. It's going to be hard for oh, you. I you have to stand you still. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like walk back and forth. Kind yeah. Of yeah. Just be. lean. <laughs> just do your little lean to the left, lean to the right. <laughs> so everybody can stand there and go, why are you right. leaning? You're right there in front of you. You don't have to do that shit. <laughs> oh, God. A little bit of a little wobbly leg. <laughs> wobbly leg. Wobbly legs. How are you sitting for primers? I mean, are you planning, are you set up to shoot all the matches you want to shoot next year? Or are you, we're stuck. I mean, we're waiting on supplies. You know, once with my plans to, you know, do, do more physical, um, mm -hmm. focus more on, on physical activity, fitness, that kind of thing that 
I'm, it's going to work out well, I think, for me. I, I think I, I have enough primers to make it through the year if I limit the, the matches that I shoot. And I did so much traveling this year. Um, man, I was on the road so much. I, pro- I think I went down to Florida like five times this year and, yeah. and, and other yeah. places. I kind of wanted to limit some of that anyway. You know, even yeah. if we didn't have a primer shortage, I wanted to do something a little different, spend some more time at home. Um, I think my, my wife was missing me, maybe. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> sweet. Maybe not, but um, I like to think that she was. <laughs> Tell yourself that. I bet she but was. I think, it'll yeah. work, I think it's going to work out well for my plans. And I'm going to be a little selective about the matches I shoot. But I shot so many this year. I really learned a lot, though. Um, and I'm glad that I did it. I really learned a lot. I was able to bring a lot, um, you know, into, into my planning for, for training next year. I'm going to start working with, uh, Travis Tomasi got to shoot, uh, nationals with him this year. And he's started to, he actually offers personal training, um, which focuses on fitness and nutrition. Nice. Um, oh, sweet. He, so, um, I've been talking to him and, um, he, we had him on the M-W podcast, um, mm-hmm. I think on the last last episode. Yeah. yeah. But he's starting to do some personal training, not just on fitness and nutrition, but, you know, he's a, he's a world champion shooter, um, national champion shooter. He's been in the industry for a long time. So he is offering all kinds of shooting training, um, movement training. He can help you with, with whatever you need. Um but I'm going to get in touch with him specifically for the fitness nutrition side. We're going to try to get a plan together. And um, that's kind of the direction I'm, I'm going to work on next year. That's good. We could all use that. Yeah. Dave's got a plan. We're just like, Hey, we're taking an off season. We'll be back. <laughs> 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 I'm taking a different direction. Yeah. yeah a little but, um, different. <laughs> but still, but still working on stuff. Yeah. So CSRE next year. Uh, any thought into that? I know you're, I know you're, you're covered up sectional stuff, but yeah, I'm actually kind of thinking about taking a break, uh, you know, just maybe for the beginning part of the year being yeah. with, you know, our primer shortage that we have going on, we're having a lower turnout, um, yeah. which is completely understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't fault anybody for that. Some people don't have ammo at all to shoot and the ammo that, people have kind of you know most people kind of want to hold on to it yeah um and it just gets hard from the match director's perspective to afford to do a match mm-hmm. if you're only getting you know 20 people coming out because mm-hmm. there's the not just from from the labor part of it but paper targets are about a dollar a piece once you get them shipped and yeah shipped here and if you're only getting about 20 shooters out, you know, on top of the range fees that the club has to pay and then a dollar a piece for targets that go out there and the, and the target pasters and, and everything else, it, it's, yeah. it's hard to afford to do it unless you have some, you know, a little bit bigger turnout with all that going on. And, and I'm you know, directing the match, uh, the South Carolina section match. I think we're going to take a few months off. It's definitely not going away. Um, no but I think it'd just be a good time. I could use a break from it anyway. Mm-hmm. And with everything else, I think it'd be, I think it's a good opportunity to just take, take a few months off and, and, you know, work on some other things. And, and once the ammo comes back and, and we get things, you know, a little 
calm down again, we'll, we'll start back up. Yeah. Good plan. Sounds good. Sounds awesome. So our plan for Dave and Travis watch uh, gun handling videos is completely out because that was going to be my, my idea for the off season is we could just do a YouTube show where we gun watch handling. old, old videos of us shooting so okay. we can make fun of each other doing shit, you know, like, you know, you know, I had a, and this came up, I had a video pop up from God, me and Rick Gilder traveled to, uh, to, uh, uh, Atlanta three gun back when that was a thing and I'm sitting there watching myself shoot and it was just painful and cringy just to sit there you know I mean it really was I was watching myself shoot a stage like oh god please move please why, why? what are you gonna reload you're just gonna stand there and reload I'll wait <laughs> you know, what are you doing? wow you missed that popper what was it five yards what were you looking at yeah, were you thinking about lunch big man come on well, yeah, so, yeah. painful to watch yeah so I think I'm I, I really think that would be fun to sit around and watch old shooting videos ourselves. I'll get some of them that pop up from the gun rack when we first started doing the Oh, yeah. 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 And as, as much fun as that was, it was some pretty bad shooting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I remember they had one match where you had to start seated on a toilet seat. Yep. yep. That's one of them that pops up every year on my Facebook page. I'm just sitting on the shitter getting ready to shoot. Yeah, next time you need to share that, Dave. Uh, I think I have it somewhere. I'm, I might post it. I'm going to You need to up. post that. Yeah. Oh they, had, they had some fun stages. They did. They, they did. did. I missed Not, those Wednesday night. I think they were Wednesday night. I don't know. Yeah. And that yeah, one Halloween when you yeah. shot the spread, was it Fred Flintstone that you were? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Fun. That one comes up too. Yeah. We had uh, <laughs> Colonel Sanders was out there shooting with us. <laughs> he did instructor Earl one year. I remember that. Oh, you, I did uh, that. Um, yeah, that was sharp this, indoor. Yeah. Yeah. Our CSRE shooters match. I actually put that jacket on the other day. Haven't worn it <laughs> since then. I put it on. And I stuck my hands in the pockets and I found these big aviator sunglasses that I had that were <laughs> in the pocket of the jacket. <laughs> I'm going to start oh, wearing that jacket. You need to. I was wondering, dude. It's like, <laughs> it's cold outside. Where's my instructor Earl jacket? <laughs> Rocking that with the aviators. Nice. Yeah, I think they're women's uh, sunglasses, but That's I don't okay. care. I'm going to wear them anyway. God, I miss those matches, though. Yeah, they were fun. Did you ever shoot any of the outlaw matches? Any of the old Josh matches? Were you yeah, around? Dude. Yeah. Yeah, they were fun too. I enjoyed those. God, I remember those. 35 pieces of steel out there just <laughs> blazing um, into it as fast as you could. In 150 degree heat with no yeah, shit. It seems yeah, like it was shit. always hot no matter when you went out there for those. Yeah. It was always hot. <laughs> yeah. We thought we were so badass. We didn't have umbrellas. We didn't have anything. Yeah, we didn't we even have water. Dave's over there chewing almonds and freaking drinking water off in between stages. And we'd have to set up, tear down a stage and set up the other stages. We only had two bays. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You get done after you shot your second stage and everybody'd have to stop and read. We'd have to rebuild the, the match. <laughs> it was still fun. Yeah, it was. It was. Stuff like that is just fun. Back in the day. Back in the day. But yeah, that's it for about us. I think we're done for the holidays, aren't we, guys? I think Dancer, so. Are you shooting anything this year? You're done, aren't you? Who me? Yeah, no, I'm done. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking this December and January off, like completely. Um, 
He says oh. no. Johnny says no. He's shaking <laughs> I, his head. Well, I'm oh, not. Is there some IDBA off. out there ready to be shot? If they're going to have IDBA matches, I'll probably go. I got I got enough uh, nine millimeter. I think I can at least go for a few months. And then uh, Seal Challenge, I'm, I'm switching solely to 22. So I'll go to yeah. Steel Challenge. I might do Steel Challenge this in January, but I might not. I might. I was thinking about it. I bought a box of 500 rounds of 22 I found online just in yeah. case I wanted to go shoot some steel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I pulled out my 1522 and I will do, I will do that. But I think I'm taking a break from USPSA. I only have, I don't know, maybe a thousand rounds. I've got some squirreled away for South Carolina, but I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'll wait until that gets a little closer and practice. So yeah. I'm not showing yeah. up and Johnny, can you shoot the shadow to an IDPA? Is that uh, was it too racy? Wow. I think I could, uh, but mostly the last couple of matches I've been shooting my, my, uh, uh 75, my 75 B. Okay. Essentially the same gun. Just yeah. Like, just a little bit lighter. Yeah. That's I mean, his favorite the same, gun. Take the same magazine, so that, that that's convenient. That's his yeah. favorite gun. He loves that yeah. gun. Shadow twos may be a little racy for IDPA. That's why I didn't know. I didn't have different <laughs> rule gun rules. I don't know what they are. But. Racy. <laughs> race gun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think my revolver's allowed. I don't think I can run a nine twenty nine in IDPA. Do you have too many bullets? I think so. I think that's the deal. There's too many bullets in the night. You all, all I think you have to be a six shot, and I think you have to go from moon. You have to go from speed load. No, I don't think you can. May not I'll, be able to. I don't know. So you can shoot a PCC. <laughs> I, there's a lot of rules around revolver. You, yeah. Yes. You can't shoot a revolver. Oh, I thought it was all pistol. No. Oh, oh my sorry. god. <laughs> that's yeah. how we feel no. about that. No. There's, yeah. there's yeah. no concealed. You, you don't have to, you don't have to conceal. No. no, that's part of the game. <laughs> you can that, set I it agree. on the table. Yeah, rifles under the under the arm and pull them out like old Tommy gun or something yeah. from the, yeah. under the trench coat. <laughs> yep. No, and that was, that's what makes it so laughable when you look at the standings and you're like, you know, IDPA. I think there's rules about how far you have to move. You know, there's there's some movement rules there that like, you can't go more than ten yards. And, you know, your targets are not very far away from you. And there are people with PCCs out there that get to start from the hip like a USPSA match. And, you know, yeah, they crush everybody. And use lasers <laughs> and red dots and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, Steph, what do you think about that PCC start? I was just getting ready to say that. I actually really liked it. I loved it. I didn't think I would because I have such a ritual of coming from the belt up and my safety coming off. That's just something that i yeah, just so, do so for context we normally shoot the matches we shoot the stage instructions say uh belt on belt buttstock on belt yeah safety mm. on then you you know you draw it up and shoot well this was like just point it down range so you yep. could be like already mounted ready to go <laughs> oh, on <laughs> target on target and take it safety off and bam yep that felt that like a was... little, little bit of a disadvantage to Everybody yep. else, but more reason to shoot that tuxedo on the left there, Dave, and then run into the other one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're already <laughs> aiming at the alpha zone. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But I liked Dave, it. Dave could have got a whole second off of the stage if he could just sit there and aim at the tuxedo. <laughs> yeah. 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 It definitely was a PCC friendly match. Yeah, I'd never seen that before. That was yeah. well, I saw it Friday when, when I was walking stages and I looked at some of the stage briefings and it said pointed down range 
We're, that's we're, it. We're, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's why I asked the RO when we started. Yeah, I'm glad you did because I get weird about that stuff. For you guys, if you, I mean, that's an advantage for sure. Yes. Come, Big advantage. Versus coming off of your belt. The if advantage you we already are, have. Already aimed at a target, then, you know. I wanted you guys to be able to do that if that was yeah. what they were going to allow. So. Absolutely. I appreciated that. Yep. Cheaters. It's not a crime. Yes. PCC is not a crime. Yes. Tell, tell them what we got our little gifts. Stuff. Yes. We got a little um, chamber flag, I guess you would call it, with a little keychain thing on it that says PCC is not a crime. <laughs> Thank you, Manny. Yeah. Manny gave that, that to us. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. 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 He's right. passing them out. Yep. PCC is not a crime. <laughs> it's not a crime to have fun. It's not. That's right. No. No. Right. You should wear a trench coat, though, I think. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree. Uh, that would be more fun. <laughs> my only rule with PCC would be that you guys need to be 170 millimeters. I think that's 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 the only rule they need to put on. Instead of three feet? Or yeah, exactly. Or one, just, you know, big stick I, stuff. Yeah. I think they really should have a, uh, a second division for PCC, and I think that should be 10 round magazines and iron sights, and I think that would make things a little bit more competitive in the uh, planning and stages for the PCC shooters. Because yeah. yeah. otherwise, they just they just blaze through and, and you know, they're not, yeah. they don't have any challenge. I mean, there's no challenge. We just have you fun. Have essentially unlimited, you know, rounds in your magazine, and lasers and uh, red dots and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. I don't know. The open guy there. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I like the red dot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's not like he's in the only gun, the handgun division. There's, there's <laughs> handgun divisions, but there's only one PCC stage and they get everything. Yeah. Dave, would you use a laser if you could? I don't think so. I, I, I like the, I play around with PCC a little bit. I like having two dots on there, like, a, you know, your main dot on top and an offset dot, simply because you can have two different zeros. Yeah. Would you have a laser on your open gun? No. No? It might be cool to wave it around like a lightsaber. When yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My red dot's fine. Um, yeah. I don't think I would want a laser on it. I don't need anything else on it. It's got enough stuff on it. <laughs> <laughs> he does fine without a laser, I think. I don't know. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think it would be distracting. Yes. Because it yeah. would be more than just one dot on a yes. target. It would be, you know, bouncing off of things and mm -hmm. it would show up on walls as you're transitioning the gun around. And yeah. I You'd think be catching would, your eye. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah. I think it would be visually distracting. Mm hmm. Well, there it right. is. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Fun was flags. Fun. Thank you. Really had a great time shooting with Thank you, guys. Dave. Thank you. Really appreciate you coming on the show. And yeah, appreciate you saving us all from our meltdowns at the yeah. yes. Florida <laughs> Sexual. Well, I've enjoyed your show, man. You guys always have some great things to say about me. And I really appreciate it. I'm glad you had me on the show. Aww. We appreciate Aww. you coming on. We like you. Yeah, we like Dave. Just a little bit. Well, thanks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. cool yeah. all right well that's it we'll see what the what the year brings i think all of us are taking a break so yeah, yeah. let's go from there all right well, until all right. next time see ya right. bye. bye bye guys okay <laughs>